Hello and welcome to episode 25 of CFFC, A Tactical View. My name is Chapin Zeal. I am your host. I appreciate you joining me today. And if you haven't done so already, please make sure you go and rate and review the podcast and give it, if you give it five stars and a review, I will read it out on the podcast. Now, with this being the last episode of the season, it will have to wait until next season. But if you, if you, again, if you rate and review it, I will read it out on the first episode of next season. So we are looking back at the final match of the Chicago Fire's MLS season. Uh, on that was played on October 9th up at Seat Geek Stadium. Lineup for that one. It is Chris Brady in goal. Sekulich at right back, Tehran, Kendallberg's filling in for um, for Shehos, who was out on the yellow card suspension. Miguel Navarro at left back, Maurizio Pineda and Federico Navarro in at the holding midfielders. And then you had Brian Gutierrez, Shakiri, and Chris Mueller as your more attacking midfielders, and John Duran in at the number nine. So Chris Brady in it, goal, uh, filling in for Gaga, who had a head injury. So unfortunately, we have already seen Gaga play his last match for the Chicago Fire a couple of weeks ago. So in this one, it starts out pretty early in the first minute. Fire turned the ball over on their left-hand side about halfway in their defensive half. New England have a quick counterattack, and they play across into the penalty box from the Fire's left-hand side. Ball goes across the face of goal, and an attacker gets his foot on it, but thankfully it went over the crossbar and out for a Fire goal kick. So I think the shot came at about 54 seconds, or, or you know, give or take a couple of seconds there. Um, but right away the fire are the fire are on their on the back foot having to play having to play defense and again it was it was an, an open net. Um, Brady was was over at the over at his near post or his left hand post. Um, in anticipation of a shot as the ball came across, he was he was not uh, back into position far enough to get his hand to it. So if it was on net, or if it was on target, it definitely was going to be in the back of the net. So got away got away with it on that one. But then just a couple of minutes later, in the fourth minute. New England are on the attack in the Fire's defensive half, and they play a ball over the top into the penalty box. Then they play a through ball to the end line, and Brady comes out off of his line to close down. The attacker tries to get a shot away, but it was snuffed out and saved, and the ball goes out for a corner. So four minutes in, and already Brady is is needing to make a save, and uh, again, got, got lucky on the initial, that initial uh, shot in the first minute. So then just uh, about 10 minutes later into the 14th minute, Shakiri had a, had a decent opportunity, took a left-footed shot uh, from about 20, 20-ish yards out on the right-hand side, his usual, uh, when he has it on, out on the right-hand side, he cut in and put a, put a left-footed shot to the far post, but it went, went up over the crossbar. 
Um, it was a decent build up up to that point. The fire, the fire played out from the back and uh, worked the ball well. Uh, Mueller ended up playing the playing a big switch over from the left hand side to the right hand side to Shakiri leading up to leading up to that that shot. So then we move on to the 22nd minute. Fire turned the ball over and went it right back, right around midfield, right in the middle. And Gutierrez plays it up to Duran on the right-hand side. He heads it past up over a defender. And he gets into the penalty box and tries a left-footed shot from about 17 yards out to the far post and low. Unfortunately, though, the, the New England keeper was able to get down to it, got his fingertips to it, and knocked the ball out for a corner. It was a really, really good, really good counterattack from, from the fire. Once they, once they won the ball back there at midfield, they played it quick forward to, to Duran, which has been a successful route for them uh, forward lately, but unfortunately not on this occasion. So then we go forward a little bit into the 35th minute where Shakiri takes a free kick on the left-hand side about halfway in the Fires attacking half. Quality ball into the penalty box and Kendall Burks rises up and gets his head onto it about six yards out at the far post, but unfortunately it goes over the crossbar and out for a New England goal kick. So that is where the first half ends, and it was a a rather uneventful first half. Um, so we we go into it nil nil. Not many opportunities on either side. Again, other than the one in the first minute, and then really the the Burks header there in the thirty fifth minute for the fire. So then we go into the fiftieth minute. New England are on a counter from the Fire's defensive penalty box. They attack down the Fire's right-hand side, switch it to the left inside of the the New England's attacking third, dribble across the face of the penalty box into the center and lay it off. Then they play a through ball into the penalty box and Brady comes out, does a good job closing down the attacker and saves a uh, another shot attempt and this time it goes out off the off New England and out for a goal kick. So first first um MLS start for Brady and overall when when he was called upon he did a did a good job. He had a couple of times where he played out from the back and it wasn't it wasn't the cleanest but overall in terms of Coming off his line for for crosses and corner kicks, um, and stepping off his line in situations like that to close down the angle on the striker, I feel like he he has done a or he did a did a pretty good job overall. So then, just a couple minutes later, New England are on another counter attack. They get into their penalty box and take a shot from about 16 yards out, saved by Chris Brady. And out for out for a corner kick. Um, it was a a powerful shot from again from just inside of the penalty box, but it was more or less at straight at at uh, at Brady, and at a at an easy height for him to save. So 
Either way, though, like I said just a minute ago, when when he was called upon, he he was there more, more often than not. So then we move into the 66th and 67th minute. There was some action. The fire win the ball around midfield right in the center. Play it forward to Duran. He uh, collects the ball, turns, takes one touch, takes a shot from about 30 yards out. And now normally, I, I and even in this instance, I wasn't crazy about it. And normally, I am 100% against it. Um, but in this instance, the, the shot had a lot of knuckle on it, a lot of movement on it. So I wasn't, I wasn't as upset with the 30 yard attempt as I normally am. And he's been in, he's been in good form lately. So I guess I, I, it's not the worst attempt and it was on target. It took a short hop right in front of the keeper. And he, unfortunately for the fire though, he was able to save it off of his shoulder and New England were able to control the ball, but then the fire won it back quickly on the right-hand sideline with uh, Jordan Shakiri, and he dribbles into the penalty box, plays a through ball to Gutierrez, who cuts it back from the end line, gets deflected by New England, and it falls to Shakiri, who then takes a right-footed shot from about 10 yards out, and it was saved by the keeper while he was laying slash sitting on the ground. And then New England were able to head it out for a fire corner. So in that instance, you would think Shakiri from, again, about 10 yards out, he would, he would hit the back of the net. But unfortunately, it was with his right foot, so his weaker foot. So it didn't get quite as much power and control on it. And the the New England goalkeeper made a a uh, rather rather nice save. Won't take anything away from him. It was a really nice save. So we continue on nil nil into the seventy third minute, where we see our first fire changes, and Gutierrez comes off, and Ivanov comes on. And then once again in the 79th minute where Mauricio Pineda comes off and Sergio Orahel comes on, making his MLS debut at a ripe young age of 17. He is another young player coming up through the academy. So then we also have Boris Sekulic come off at right back and John Espinoza come on. So into the 87th and 88th minute, New England have a free kick in the Fire's defensive half on the right-hand sideline. They attack into the final third and dribble inside, pass across the face of the penalty box, and touch it into the penalty box. Then they lay it back and take a right-footed shot from about 18 yards out to the far post and inside of the upright to put the New England Revolution up 1-0 over the Fire in the 88th minute. So it was a a well worked a well worked build up, but it was a an even more impressive impressive shot. He was pretty wide <clears throat> facing goal. He was pretty wide right, just inside of the penalty box, and he curled it with his right foot. So it, the whole time it was moving away from Brady. So not a lot he could do about it. But in the build up. Uh, as they were coming to dribbling across the in dribbled inside and started working across the face of the penalty box, 
the fire, in my opinion, were a little bit slow to close him down and uh, just kind of let him let him dribble through. And then as he played it, played it out and laid it back, um, I, I feel like they just gave, gave that player plenty of opportunity and plenty of time to, to just hang on to the ball for a second and let, let other movements and runs take place. So unfortunately, right at, at the death, the fire once again, give up a goal. It's been a, a problem all season, finishing out matches, but we continue on into the 89th minute. John Duran comes off and Casper Shabilko comes on. And then Chris Mueller comes off and is replaced by Alex Monis, making his first MLS appearance of the season. He is another young player that the Fire have in their academy uh, at 19 years old. So a couple of young players getting some opportunities here at, at the last few minutes of the season. So then we work into stoppage time. Into the 92nd minute, the Fire have a throw-in on the right-hand sideline. And the long throw specialist, Carlos Tehran, is out there, throws it from the sideline into the penalty box. Not quite sure how he can get it that far. It is very impressive. The New England keeper was unable to collect it. And New England got a header to it, trying to clear it, but it went straight to a recent, recent sub on Alex Monis, and he took a right-footed shot on the half volley from about six yards out and drove it into the back of the net, ran off to the corner celebrating to level it 1-1 in the 92nd minute. This was probably the, the first mistake that the New England keeper made all match. And thankfully, for from the Fire's perspective, it, it happened and they were able to capitalize it. But he had done a good job coming out for, for the few corner kicks that the Fire had, a couple of free kicks that they had near the box. Uh, Tehran had a, had, a few, had a few of his long throw-ins into the penalty box, and every time the New England keeper was able to handle it and control it, but this time he didn't, and again, Monis was able to capitalize. So then the ref would blow the whistle shortly thereafter, and that would bring an end to the Chicago Fire 2022 season. At full time, it was, it was a really nice scene. Uh, most, most, if not all, the Fire players went over to, to hug and congratulate Alex Monis uh, at, at full time. But especially the the different young players and homegrown players, they were they were especially especially giving him a lot of love. So really nice to see that at the end of the at the end of a uh, poor season, relatively poor season, the there was at least a little bright spot with a young player stepping up in the way that he did. And again, just being on for three minutes at that point, two and a half minutes at that point, and and able able to have the have the composure to to drive it in and level the score for the fire. So that brings an end once again to the 2022 regular season. Chicago Fire finishing down. In an, in an unfortunate position of 12th place in the East, obviously not the, not the um, 
overall season we were we were hoping for, especially with with how with how positive the the first five matches were. And they were keeping some clean sheets. They were scoring some goals. They they were looking pretty good in terms of their buildup and their possession. And then it just went downhill from there. And they struggled to gain any form and any any consistent good form throughout throughout the middle early middle part of the season. And then they had a few. A few wins there in the summer where it looked like maybe they were going to make a run uh, as the season started winding down, but then they went on a few uh, a few matches without a win, and that pretty much sealed their fate. So it's something I've talked about all all season, and it it hurt them in this match. It hurt them in in uh, several matches throughout the year the late goals that they give up and if you watch the match at the at the end of it Ezra was talking about it that they they have to play a full 90 minutes and that is the absolute truth they look good for 15 minutes they look good for half an hour 45 minutes 60 minutes but they can never quite can never quite get a full 90 minutes under their belt of quality play and quality build-up, quality defense. So hopefully they come back next year a little bit stronger, a little bit uh, with with a better idea of how if Ezra is still in in the in the head coaching position, which I personally hope he is. I don't feel like he did a did a bad job. They. Had a lot of injuries, no excuses, but they had a lot of injuries. And with Shakiri in and out, and Shabilko didn't never really caught fire like I think, like I think uh, at least the fire front office were expecting, and I know I was expecting. Um, I hope he stays in his job. I hope they don't they don't cut him too too soon. But they they definitely need to need to improve going into next season with a couple of couple of off off the seat, off the field notes uh Gutierrez signed a long-term deal Federico Navarro signed a long-term deal so they're both in the in the squad for the next uh, I think till 26 and 27 27 26 I'm not I don't remember exactly who's who's till when but they're both till both of those years and then the big one, in my opinion, is Gaston Jimenez re-signed and restructured his deal. So he is no longer a designated player. So that will give the Fire some, some money to play with and, and a designated player spot to, to play with in the offseason. So if they can get that, that position right, if if you can keep Shehos at at the level he was he was at and uh, Miguel Navarro Carlos Tehran really stepped up with Amsberg going down with it, hopefully Tehran continues in the form he's in and then you've got the two holding midfielders in front of him which I'm not crazy about Jimenez but I guess the fact that he's not a designated player it it makes me dislike him a little bit less. Um, but with him and Federico and even Maurizio Pineda stepping in from time to time when he needs to, 
with Shakiri. Hopefully he comes back and is healthy throughout the whole season. Hopefully Mueller, Mueller is able to consistently perform. He looked good in flashes in moments throughout throughout the season. Um, I was I was really impressed with him when uh, when he first came to the fire, and then uh, the last maybe third of the season, I I don't feel like he had as much impact as he did at the start of the season. So hopefully he comes back and is able to go the whole season at that high level because when he is at that high level, he is. A lot of fun to watch, and definitely, definitely can can impact the impact the team and the game. And then with Gutierrez out on the right, uh, he was doing a good job filling in for Jairo Torres, who was out a lot this season. So hopefully, he's able to get over all of his injuries that he's had, and and is able to. We didn't get to see a whole lot of him this season. Again, he was injured a lot, and in the moments that he was in. I was never too impressed with him. Uh, I'm sure at moment, nothing off the top of my head springs to mind, but I'm sure at moments he looked good. Um, but overall, he was he was definitely needs to improve on on his performance from this season. Again, I know he was injured for a lot of it, but he's a he's a young designated player and definitely definitely someone that the fire will be looking towards next season and beyond to to carry some of the weight of of the responsibility of creativity and goal scoring and then up at the number 9 John Duran really really lit it up at the end of the season uh broke out of his shell breakout breakout third of the season or you know last quarter of the season and did a good job stepping in for Shabilko, who, as I said earlier, never really, never really caught fire um, in terms of goal scoring. And I felt like his his build up play was really good. His hold up play was really good. But when it comes down to it, the the number nine who's going to get picked is the one who's scoring goals. And that's what that's what Duran came came in and started doing for the fire there. Towards the towards the end of the season, um, so and congratulations to him and his first uh, senior team at Columbia call up in the, in the last international window. So hopefully he he sticks around for for next season with the Fire and he doesn't get doesn't get picked up by anybody uh, in Europe and he's able to again pick up where he left off at at the end of this season. So again, not the not the in terms of results, not the most enjoyable season, but at times I thought the fire looked really good. They looked promising. It gives me a little bit of hope going into next year. It'll be interesting. There are a few I know there are a few um club uh, club options on some contracts, so it'll be interesting to see what they do in the off season. So make sure you are subscribed to CFFC A Tactical View. I will be back next season in 2023, uh, just a few weeks before the season kicks off to talk about the transfer window and offseason and a look ahead to the first match and the whole season, which will hopefully end up with some better results for the Chicago Fire. So until then... Uh, 
again, make sure you are subscribed so when I when I release it, it'll pop back up in your in your uh, feed there. And leave a rating and a review, please, 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 so I can kick the next season off with some with some reviews. I would greatly appreciate it. Go fire.